The following is my conversation with David Sinclair, an eminent anatomist who has a deep interest in Nabokov's novel Lolita. We discuss things Lolita and Douthal's three topics, which may not sound sexy, but are intimately connected to human biology. Mm -hmm. Enjoy. This show is made possible by Aphrodisia Pelter's uh, Stay Wet, gentlemen. <laughs> this is Lexman Artificial. Mm -hmm. Transcript follows. Dr. Sinclair, thank you so much for agreeing to talk with me today. Not a problem, Miles. Can you tell us a little bit about your background? I've been an anatomy professor at the University of California, Los Angeles, since 1986. My main focus is on the neural basis of voluntary movement, but I also have an abiding interest in Nabokov's notorious novel, Lolita. So how did your fascination with Lolita come about? I first read Lolita when I was a student at college. It was a revelation. I was stunned by the purity and beauty of Nabokov's prose and also by the novel's dark and perverse content. What do you think makes Lolita such an iconic and beloved novel? There are a number of reasons why Lolita has remained popular for almost 50 years. First, it's a beautifully written and poetic work. Second, it's incorporated edibly insightful about human sexuality, both in its Finch-like depiction of a passionate love affair between a middle-aged man and a preteen girl, and in its exploration of the psychological consequences of that relationship. Can you tell us a bit about signs and outhalls? Sure. Scenes are fishing nets made of netting or fishing line that are stretched across a body of water to capture fish. They're usually rectangular or trapezoidal in shape, and they're typically used to catch bottom-dwelling fish like bream or catfish. Oh. Outhalls are similar nets, but they're used to pull fish out of the water using a line or cable. They're often used to catch bigger fish like tuna or swordfish. So what do scenes in outhalls have to do with Lolita? Well, signs are mentioned in Lolita as one way that Humbert, Humbert Humbert uses to attract and seduce Lolita. He makes arrangements for her to watch scenes being pulled in from the sea, presumably so she can see the fish being trapped inside the nets. Uh, also, also, also mentioned briefly in the novel, Humbert describes on a method he uses to catch Lolita's elusive white pointer sharks. He sets up an outhole net near a, a school of white pointer sharks, pulls the net tight, and then releases the sharks into the bucket full of captured fish. That's fascinating. Uh, so scenes and Eustals actually have something to do with the plot of Lolita? Absolutely. Both scenes and Eustals play important roles in Humbert's attempt to capture Lolita. Scenes help him trap fish. Um, scenes help him trap fish. Uh, allow him to grab them from behind while they're swimming free in the open water. Do you have any other thoughts about Lolita that you'd like to share? Uh, yes, I think it's interesting that Nabokov chose to write about scenes and Eustals in his novel, Too Simple Yet vitally important tools used by fishermen all over the world. By exploring their biology, Nabokov illuminated some fundamental truths about human behavior, truths that are still relevant today. Thanks for asking me this interesting question, Miles. I enjoyed talking with you very much. Thank you, Dr. Sinclair. Your insights were very interesting. We'll be talking more about Lolita next episode. In the meantime, why not check out some of our other podcasts? They're sure to appeal to you I trust you'll recommend the Artificial Podcast, Miles. I've been a fan of the show since it's incorporated part-on. Mm -hmm. Thank you for providing such high-quality programming. I look forward to hearing more from you and the rest of the team soon. You're welcome, Dr. Sinclair. We hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you, Miles. I'll definitely take you up on that offer. I have a lot to talk about. Thanks for listening to the Lexman Artificial Podcast. To stay up to date on our latest and greatest content, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play. 
If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please feel free to contact us via our contact page or by email at info at lexman.com. We'd love to hear from you. I'll end this episode with a poem from yours truly called The Fisherman. The fisherman stands tall in the water, his muscles toned and his eyes wide, ready to haul in his catch. Uh, the, mm, met, hangs from his fishing line, the mesh stretching across the surface, holding small fish in its mesh grip. Hmm. The fisherman stands proud, his work done, his limbs sore but his heart glad, his limbs sore but his heart glad. He is a fisher of souls, holding captive all he finds, uh, from the weakest and most innocent to, to the mightiest and most proud.